A sign spinner stole $9,000 worth of goods from the store he was spinning a sign for. A teenager offered a police officer oral sex in exchange for an e-cigarette. A man was arrested for cashing in a winning scratch ticket at the same store he stole it from. And a roofer was arrested for using coronavirus relief funds to buy a large 40-foot boat for himself. These are the weird stories for Friday, and they all have something in common. They're from Florida, because it's Florida Friday. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian, and the only daily weird news podcast that has Florida Friday. Oh, that day of the week when we get to hear all the weird stories from our favorite degenerate state, Florida. I'm Jonesy. Let's get into it. Those bizarre stories you hear about all the time that seem to only happen here in Florida. I know, right? Can't make this stuff up. It is just one of the many wacky news stories out of Florida. And why does the Sunshine State consistently produce such strange news? But what accounts for all this bizarre news? Is it the weather? Is it the people? Florida is full of the crazy stories. A sign spinner, who's also a Florida man, stole $9,000 worth of customers' phones and electronics. A man was hired by a phone repair store as a sign spinner in Florida. He was probably on the drugs, as most sign spinners are, I assume. Right? You're spinning a sign all day. Clearly, you're on drugs. This is the only job that you can do all day on drugs and not get fired, I think. I think the drugs enhances your sign spinning abilities. I've seen some people on the corner spinning signs like, wow, the skills, the skills, the things going between their legs, around their back. They got the shades on, the headphones on. I'm like, they're clearly on meth right now, and they are just killing the sign game right now. And I, I would pay them too. I would pay them whatever they make, $12 an hour to spin that sign on meth on the corner. I would do it. You just got to pray that they don't run away with the sign. That's just that's what you got to pray for. Uh, this is Florida, so you, you probably got to pray for more things than that. Like that the sign spinner won't also rob your store, which is apparently what happened. This particular case in Florida is under investigation, but the police filed an affidavit with the state charging Brian Francis, age 29, of the land with grand theft of more than 5000 but less than 10000 Francis had been working for You Break It, I Fix It, phone repair. <laughs> you Break It, I Fix It. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not the greatest name of a store. I'm going to say they're probably not very bright, and that's why they get, they got robbed by a sign spinner, clearly. So this guy Francis was working as a sign spinner for three months, spinning signs on the side of the road to attract customer, customers into the You Break It, I Fix It store. But on Monday, the police were called to You Break It, I Fix It when the store owner reported the crime. Phones and electronics were discovered missing from a device cage in the back of the store when a store manager went to get an item for a customer and did not find it. The manager reviewed the surveillance video and saw Francis taking what was reported to be about $9,000 worth of customers' phones and electronics, putting them in his backpack. And then he spun the backpack on his way out. No, that's something that I just made up, (laughs) but it's funny. Police took the video surveillance of this sign spinner stealing all those phones and electronics into evidence. Francis had been arrested six previous times since 2014 for such things as attempted robbery of a grocery store and fleeing and eluding police. Well, this is what you get with a sign spinner, man. They all have records. In 2018, Francis escaped from police while handcuffed. Wow, this guy is just on it. 
but he was quickly caught after an officer told him to stop or he will be shocked with the taser. <laughs> That's a lot of information about something that happened in 2018, but I guess I guess it's on his uh, it, it's on his bio. It's probably on his Tinder profile. He's like, I can spin signs and I can escape the police. Yeah. I am Florida girl. And if you date me, you can get a free phone. I got a shitload of them. A Florida teen offered a cop oral sex in exchange for her confiscated e-cigarette. A 19-year-old Florida woman offered to perform oral sex on a police officer to get her confiscated jewel e-cigarette back. What's the name of this quality citizen? Madison Ann Bryant. She was charged with disorderly intoxication, which is a misdemeanor. But, but, uh, you know, it's not a misdemeanor. Offering a bribe to a public servant. Yeah, yeah, that's a felony charge. That includes offering to, uh, you know, rub his back and perform other duties. Sexual gratuities, you know. This all happened after she was found on U.S. Highway 27 in Leesburg, which is 45 miles north of Orlando. 2.30 a.m. in the morning, sitting in the median of the highway. (laughs) Just making good decisions, as you know. Madison told the deputies that she had just had an argument with her boyfriend, who was a truck driver, who was actually parked nearby getting busted for drinking and driving. Madison was not initially facing arrest at this time. She was just, you know, smoking her jewel in the middle of the highway. (laughs) You know, normal Florida behavior. In fact, Madison was offered a ride home by the deputies. She told them she needed to use the bathroom expressed her wish to urinate on the side of the road, and that's when things changed. (laughs) Despite being offered the ride to a nearby gas station to use the restroom, she decided, no, I can't wait, and I'm going to urinate right then and there on the highway. She pulled down her pants and urinated directly in front of the patrol car. (laughs) That's when she was taken into custody, and her jewel e-cigarette was seized by the deputies. That's right, because there's no smoking in a Florida prison, you know, unless you somehow sneak it in up your butt. You know, everybody knows that. You got your e-cigarette up your butt, you can bring it anywhere, really. On the way to jail, Bryant, who had just relieved her bladder and was probably feeling very relieved, kept asking the deputies for her jewel cigarette. She claimed it helps her deal with anxiety issues. You know, you guys got anxiety, right? You ever get dropped off in the middle of the highway by your wasted truck driver boyfriend in Florida? The deputy wasn't about to hand over her e-cigarette to her, and that's when she asked if he happened to be married or had children. After he responded to the query, Madison allegedly stated that, quote, she was not trying to F that up and that she would just, (laughs) I can't even say it, give him oral sex if he gave her the jewel. Basically, the deputies quoted as saying, after being offered this by Madison, I did not reply and I continued driving to the jail, of course. And you should know bribing a public servant comes with a harsh sentence up to 15 years in prison. Up to. Yeah, up to. That's a lot of years without your jewel. It's Florida Friday, only on Weird AF News. A Florida man was arrested for cashing in a winning lottery ticket at a gas station. The same gas station he stole it from that same day, the police say. A dumb Florida man was recently arrested 
he tried to cash in a winning scratch ticket at the same store that he took it from and several others from, according to the police. This is a statement that was posted to the Clearwater Police Department, Florida Facebook page. They wrote, for most people, it's their lucky day when they get a winning scratch off lottery ticket. But not for this guy. <laughs> Ooh, the Clearwater PD with a big sense of humor. You guys should open up a comedy club. They're hilarious. Who was this man, this Florida genius who attempted to cash in the stolen ticket? Well, it's Herbert McClellan, age 27 of Clearwater. He's accused of stealing actually 13 total scratch-off lottery tickets from a Speedway convenience store. I've never heard of Speedway. That must be like a Florida chain of some sort. Not a lot of good things are happening at a Speedway. Anyways, Herbert jacked some tickets from the Speedway. 13 total. Scratched them off. I'd imagine he just walked around the side of the dumpster. Or maybe he just walked around the corner. Maybe behind the store. Who knows? One of the tickets was a $30 winner. Oh boy, that's a big day for Herbert. He's like, hell yeah, 30 bucks, baby. Do you have any idea how much bath salts I can get for 30 bucks? Oh, enough to eat a man's face today. And I am hungry. Let me tell you, haven't eaten a man's face in a week. Now, where should I cash this thing? Oh, I need to go to the nearest store. What the, oh, this, this place kind of looks familiar, this speedway. Hmm, where have I seen this thing before? I don't know. I could have sworn I've seen this before. Ah, no matter. I see lottery tickets in the window. Ha <laughs> ha, let me go in and cash this bad boy. Big payday for me, Herbert McClellan of Clearwater. Shortly after going back into the same store, speedway employees who remembered him from before called the police department. He was, of course, arrested shortly after it. Because he's dumb. He's so dumb. Following the arrest, McClellan was charged with petite theft. I love it. Petite. Yeah, you know, just a little petite theft. Just a small one. You know, petite theft. The Clearwater Police Department wrote on their Facebook page, It's safe to say it was not this guy's lucky day. Hey, <laughs> hey, Clearwater. <laughs> We got a show tonight, 9 and 11. Come and get the comedy. Two drink minimum. Yay! A roofer in Florida was arrested for using coronavirus relief funds to purchase a 40-foot boat. Fort Myers, Florida. A man is facing 30 years in federal prison for using a PPP fund to buy a 40-foot catamaran boat worth almost $700,000. This <laughs> dummy. According to the Department of Justice, 35-year-old Casey David Crowther applied for $2 million in a PPP loan, that's a payroll protection program, on behalf of his company, Target Roofing and Sheet Metal Incorporated. His application, of course, included false and misleading statements concerning what the funds would be used for. Oh, you mean you can't use them to buy a boat and go fishing in the deep sea or take off to Cuba? You can't do any of those things with the PPP money? Nah, come on. You can do that in Florida, right? You can buy cocaine with all that PPP money, right? I'd imagine. No, 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 you can't. The complaint alleged that within days, this guy Crowther used a portion of the money to buy the boat worth $689,417. And this idiot registered it right in his name. <laughs> you got to be out of your mind. You're such a dummy. The Secret Service is investigating. I'm so pleased. Because I'd imagine so many people get away with using that money for stuff like this. 
You know, the, gov- the government just gave out all this money to businesses. How do they know where it went? How do they know? I don't know how they caught this guy. He probably was like gallivanting all over Florida with his boat, really showing off. And then, you know, that's how you get caught, You're showing off your shit, you know. But under the radar, you so many people probably got these loans, just took off. This business, Crowther Roofing and Sheet Metal, released a statement regarding the allegations, saying it has no connection with Target Roofing and Sheet Metal Incorporated. What are you, what are you saying? We here at Crowther Roofing and Sheet Metal were shocked and disappointed to read of the federal allegations against Casey Crowther. Casey Crowther is the grandchild of our founder, Lee Crowther, but is not employed by or connected in any way with Crowther Roofing and Sheet Metal. Oh, this dude just applied on behalf of his grandfather's roofing business and then took the money. Oh, this dude is so nefarious. Awful person. Awful. Is now dragging his family-owned roofing company through the mire and muck. This is just terrible. Terrible. Considering Crowther Roofing and Sheet Metal has operated in southwest Florida for 45 years. They are an upstanding business, and they did not apply nor receive any federal PPP funds, they claim. It was this guy, Casey. Thought he'd go on a vacation. Thought he'd live a life of spring break with that boat that was paid for by the government for pandemic reasons. He thought he could get away with it. So funny. I'm going to get that $2 million, and then I'm going to buy a boat, and I'm going to buy some friends. And I've always wanted a giant kegerator. Never had one of those. I'm going to get me a blackjack table. I'm going to buy some balloons. I like those mylar balloons. Really pretty. And I'm going to get me a new fishing rod and one of those inflatable alligator rafts. I really like those big ones with the cup holders. They'd be good. I can put my PBRs right in there. Oh, my God. I can buy so many PBRs with the two million buckos. And I'm going to put all my new toys in my name. Who's going to find out? <laughs> Got an alligator in my backyard and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Got an alligator in my patio and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Had an alligator at my birthday party and nobody cares. Nobody cared. Had an alligator in the front seat of my Volkswagen. And nobody cared, cause it's Florida. Alligators everywhere. And nobody cares in Florida. There's alligators everywhere. And nobody cares. And another episode of Florida Friday in the books. I want to thank everyone who sent me articles for Florida Friday. I appreciate you. You guys can always send me articles to my email, funnyjones at gmail.com. Also, you can send them through the website, weirdafnews.com. I'm so pleased to finally have a website after three years. And I appreciate all of you who helped make that possible. Uh, So thank you. Thank you. Uh, Please check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. You can support the show there. Uh, it's a fun way to get involved as well with some other weirdos that are big time fans of the show. We got a nice little group in there. Um, also, spread the word of Weird AF News. That's the best way to get it around, I find. You know, maybe you're at a barbecue, socially distancing in the corner, eating a hot dog. Maybe you just scream across the yard, "Hey, check out Weird AF News." That's what I do. And then uh, after people look at you funny, you know, laugh, <laughs> and then be kicked out of the barbecue. No. Um, but seriously, the best way is word of mouth to spread the show. So if you could do that over the weekend, I'd appreciate that so much. Uh, more importantly, make sure you're safe. 
uh, when you're spreading the word of weird AF news, make sure you're wearing a mask when you do that. And don't get up, don't get too close to a stranger when you're telling them about weird AF news. In fact, don't even tell a stranger. Tell, make sure it's somebody who trusts you, who you trust, who you know, someone you think might, I don't know, get something out of it. Um, someone who's tired of mainstream news, basically. Uh, follow me on Instagram to see what I'm doing this weekend at Funny Jones. It's a holiday weekend, but I won't be doing much. Uh, and I'm not quite sure if I'll be doing an episode Monday, but maybe I will. Um, I don't have to work, so yeah, maybe I'll do that. I sure as heck ain't going to a barbecue. Um, yeah, so I'll probably just be in a closet on Monday recording another episode. <laughs> uh, reach out. Have a great weekend. Be safe, and we'll see you next week. Love, Jonesy.